Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Hello? I'm sitting here going, let me in, let me in. What's up? What's up? You got to get the gravel, the gravelly voice in there. No, I can't do that. That's 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 so dating now. Everything is dating me. <laughs> oh man, how's it going, man? Why are you? Why are you still in Texas? <laughs> What's going on? It's you Californians don't know how to inspect a house. Oh, it's all our fault. It is. Blame blame California. Well, I'm I do. going to blame the bureaucracy of. <laughs> let me think. What's the name of that county? Nevada County. Nevada County. Yeah. I blame California. Yeah, same thing. It's the, <laughs> it's the water out there. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, are you crazy? I mean, why are you coming here? <laughs> don't you want to? Well, don't you want to live free? <laughs> I I think I think I think it'll be I think it'll eventually get better. I, mm -hmm. I think when uh, when's the recall supposed to happen? September. Uh, yeah, but I hear that they're trying to move it up because they know that uh, th that things might happen between now and then to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep hearing. I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, I mean, so, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Suppo supposedly today is uh, today is no mask day, so this is the final day we're supposed to. Uh, we don't have well, to wear masks know. anymore. So, so I'm, I'm more than likely I'll be here at least another week, maybe two. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, so really, it's it's getting that close to the wire. It's getting really close. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Today's Tuesday. Supposedly, the inspector comes back to do, hopefully, the final inspection tomorrow. They they worked to the punch list. They um, the last time they came by, I may have told you this already. They had them write out an outline of what they were supposed to do, and they've been working. To what I call a punch list uh, to so they can mark it off and hold, I'm guessing to hold the next inspector accountable because apparently these people are not the same people every time. Oh, really? That's so the just way it sounds. So they just fill out the, fill out the forms that, and. Well, they don't have a form. They just tell them what to do. And I'm like, okay, show me the reg. And we may have talked about this too. One of the best lessons I ever learned from an HR person was at the hospital. I kind of think we talked about this was when SEIU, the union rep, was there. Uh, the um, what do they call them? Not shop steward. It was I guess the union rep, the business, the business rep, mm -hmm. was there at the, at the thing, and we were in a meeting, and he was going off about what it should have in the contract. And the HR person kept a a uh, pamphlet of the contract in her back pocket, and reached back there and pulled it out and she said, "Gabe, show me where it says that." <laughs> and I went, "Nice, mm. was, absolutely," because people get caught up in should, and or if we've never talked, about, when I hear should, what I hear is a theory in practice, a theory in place. Yeah, it's not a theory in practice, but it's somebody has a theory of the way things ought to be. This should be, and I and I'm so I've changed where I I don't I don't use should I change it to ought, so I can still say that should is a theory. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just this. This is semantics. So well, it is total semantics, isn't it? I mean, come on. It is. I mean, yeah. we talked about this a lot. I think we talked about this last week. Is there really is no, it's really hard to establish a fact. Mm -hmm. Really, really hard to establish. But it a is fact. a but it is a thing, right? I mean, it's not we're not totally, you know, whistling in the dark, right? I mean, there are such things as facts. Or no, Name or one. there aren't there aren't. 
name one. Name, We've talked about this fact. before. I, I know. I don't want to name one because we did this before. I know it's like, because there's not one. There. So you're saying they really do not exist, then? There, there is within the so within the contextually. Whenever I get so tickled, whenever Facebook's missing context. Yeah. Okay, we could not even speak in communication without missing context we have to leave stuff out yeah it is so and context and has always, to be missing there's no there's it, no way well, around it, it. yeah so somebody asks you where you live okay most people will think okay i live in i live in abilene texas at so-and-so address zip code blah 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 but that's not enough yeah a factual thing is i live in the milky way galaxy in the in the solar system on the planet Earth, blah blah blah, and, and we leave all that out. Yeah, because it's assumed. It's assumed. So <laughs> we nobody all, lives on nobody lives on any other planets yet. <laughs> well, not that we know of. That we know of. No human beings live on any other planets yet that we know not of. Not that we know of. <laughs> we don't. We don't know that for sure. Oh yeah, it's possible. It's entirely it, possible that you know we have. We have moon bases and stuff like that. We just don't know. There's so many things we don't know. Oh, so you're getting ready for the great reveal, the moon base? Oh, is that what's going to happen? That's going to be a great reveal? You wouldn't believe. Uh, So we have two. We have the great reveal. We have the moon base. Mm -hmm. And then we have Antarctica. Oh, don't we already have people in 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 Antarctica? Not at the level of what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so they're really there so do the nazis in antarctica and see what you talk about a rabbit hole get ready oh, God. you don't want to you don't want to send another send me down another rabbit hole yeah i mean there's got to be <laughs> i got i gotta tell you the more the, there so so what was that the one i sent you on was like two and a half hours right uh, the uh, what was the one I sent you on the the history that's the history that's never been told was that the one I sent you on yeah 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 okay well there's another one that's a ten hour thing that I'm about halfway through now and I'm like and this this is about communism mm-hmm. and I oh man uh, communism and what, what and what is there to say about communism that we don't already know well what do we know what do you know? Uh, killed million, uh-huh. killed millions of people. <laughs> that well, that too. But well, you know it, the so wait a minute. When you say communism, you have to define the term. You have to define the term because do you mean the communism as uh, as as practiced as you know the authoritarian regimes that were practiced and called communism, or actual communism? At, well, the right. It's never roots. been tried. The, it's never the been one tried. that I'm on, the one I'm on now, is on the foundational roots, mm-hmm. and I can't even say it because it would be anti-Semitic to even mention it. Um, according to according to this thing, it, it's it's a and once you once you because this is a this is the one that's really I'm there. I go using really again. Um, causes me to pause and think what do I really know and I used it again Um, (laughs) what have you done (laughs) what do I really know what do I really know know we don't really know anything we we think we we have a lot of theories of so this guy I mean this we we go over this round and round but um our filter is our sensory system. And, you know, we know what we, uh, uh, we, do we actually know what we feel? You know, if it feels rough, do we know what that, is it rough? How do I know? We think it's rough. It's rough compared to what somebody told us, you know, oh, well. Let's get off of this. Let's, let's go somewhere else. We've been this. We okay, did, so we here's, go down so, this rabbit hole all the time. Okay, so actually, it's it. it's it's slightly orthogonal to this. So I don't know if you can be slightly orthogonal, but okay. uh, <laughs> so I was thinking this morning. It's like 
I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at things online and I'm going, I'm seeing the same old stuff over and over and over again. And I thought to myself, wasn't there a time when there used to be sites and services and people who are interested in sort of random discovery as opposed to, you know, keeping you in your filter bubble? Like, do you remember StumbleUpon? Do you remember yeah. StumbleUpon? And there was other, I mean, I think Yahoo had like a random site of the day and ran, hit, hit the random button. It would what give you a random was, site. Um, I'm lucky on, or used to, I'm lucky if I'm lucky on Google or something like well, that. Well, yeah, but that would, that would just be give you, that would just give you a random site in the category that you're in. I think, I right. think if you're just saying feeling lucky, you won't, you won't get a totally random truly, site. Truly off the wall thing. Yeah. And uh, I know StumbleUpon actually had categories, right? So you had to say, okay, I want to, I want uh, I don't know skiing or whatever and it would show you right. a random skiing site uh but there's no real site i mean i found one this morning which was which is garbage but there's nothing that really is totally totally random and 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 uh just gives you a completely different site that you've never seen before and it's something that's informative too right so it can't just be junk it has to be oh, something okay, that okay, okay. You know, filters through it because unpack I did Unpack all this. Unpack all this. Well, let, let me tell you a little bit about the one that I, I okay, saw. Okay, so okay, okay. It's called like random-website.com and it's just a big button. You press it and it gives you a random website and you can select whether you want a blog or a, or a, or a, or a market or like a, a store or whatever. And you click the button and it just gives you a random website. But 90% 90, 90 of the sites that I got were just junk sites that are, you know, people, they, they do those generated sites says clickbait so they can do Amazon affiliates and stuff like that. So they're, right. they're mostly just junk sites. I mean, they don't even read right, right? You could obviously tell us some kind of text generator that created it. But yeah, so I'm like, I, I'm thinking about this as an antidote to our sort of bubble, bubble thoughts that we're getting now because everything is so ultra personalized. We're never going to get we're never going to get truly random stuff, right? And and two things to that is like one, do people want that now? Or are they like happy in their bubbles? Or and, and two is so is it worthwhile to even bother doing something, thinking about doing something like this? Or am I crazy? Well, so think of the most random thing you can ever imagine. I mean, Truly I can't think of a red. That's like that's saying exactly think, don't right. think of that's a white elephant. Don't think of a white elephant. <laughs> well, I think the, I think the when I first ran across that, it was called the the white bear or the polar bear or something like that. Yeah. Can't, there's a and I this, this is like 30 years ago, so uh, seemed like it's Bearson or something that not Bearson Bateson. Maybe a psychological thing is that you cannot once you think of it, you can't ignore it. Yeah. Uh, so if, if we're on the same page in white elephant, we're in the same, we're in the same ballpark. Yeah. So a couple of things that you just said, first of all, random is what, what does that actually mean? Does it mean outside of our, our comfort zone or does it mean truly random meaning nonsensical gibberish, which we wouldn't be able to understand anyway, which is the second part. Well, okay. So let me, do you, do you want to keep going or do you want me to yeah, keep answer going. your question? Because we're, we're, we're getting into epistemology. So okay, how do keep we know going. what we know? Keep going then. Okay. Epistemology is how do we know? How do we know what we know? One of my, one of my, I probably need to go back to this one because uh, it was a, it was a probably about a two or three week bubble that popped up in one of my rhetorical criticism classes. I think, how do you know? what you know. Mm. How, I mean, really think about how do you know what you know? How did, were you told? Did you discover it? Uh, language just goes in the safety wharf hypothesis where the language that we, we use um, will... Well, so, something occurred and it, something occurred in front of your senses and you sort of captured it your your mind captured it okay and processed it and then it put some of it away and it discarded some of it but what do you know all, all you know is like you just something popped in front of you you recorded some but what do you know about it so it's about it goes into how do you know what it means which is the next level right is, so 
Something what? pops, something just pops out of the fourth dimension. Uh, no, can't be the fourth dimension. Well, no, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's something passes is in front of your senses, right? It's taste, it's like it, well, something, okay. something hits one of your senses and then you think it's notable enough to remember it. So it gets stored in your memory. Well, that it, is, so the one I'm thinking of at the very moment is when you said that is smell. Uh, which is a very powerful memory prompt. Yep. Yep. And I'm thinking about driving across, uh, going from San Francisco down, or actually, uh, actually from Yosemite to Bakersfield because I couldn't get over the mountains and uh, over the mountains in April. Mm-hmm. So I had to go down to Bakersfield. I drove, and I'm driving down there. I think it's 99. Is that right? Uh, yep, I believe so. So I'm going down 99, get there, and I smell oil. Okay, mm-hmm. I grew up in West Texas. I know what oil smells like. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man, it smelled like home. Then <laughs> I hit the oil, the orange groves, mm-hmm. and that was the most intoxicating smell I've ever run across in my life. Mm. I drove through orange groves for about 20, 30 miles with the windows open and smelled nothing but orange blossoms. Mm. Oh. Fabulous. Oh man, there's nothing. I mean, homemade bread is close, but nothing is as close as that was. Oh yeah, that must have been fantastic. It was, so that's see that's stuck night, in your memory. It is. It's, it's <laughs> that night is, and and the next morning too because I rolled the windows up. So when I got um, got into the car, it would still smell like that, and it did. Oh, nice. It was, that was really great. It was. It was, it was one of my crystallizing memories is driving driving on a, a dark highway in California and running into that oh See, man so that is something. is something that you know you yes. know I know that. I so but think about I all the things I said so I was driving at night which is dark mm-hmm. so almost an absence of light not total but pretty close yeah so your visual acuity was down which means right. your your you know your other your senses sense. heightened so supposedly my sense of smell, but this was so intense that I didn't really need to have, I, I could be smell blind mm. and I could have smelled this stuff. So mm-hmm. very strong. It, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It was an amazing night, but going back to how do you know what you know? How did I know it was oranges? I mean, I never smelled orange. How did I know? Well, it was close enough to something else. I did know, which was an orange. Yeah, it, but I've never been referred, in orange grove before. You referred to a previous memory, right? Yeah. So that's one of the things that we do is we link something that we know, which is why we use analogies and metaphors a lot. Yeah, is to make the uncommon not common but knowable or yeah. understandable. Yeah. Um, so it's a very it's a very interesting question. So within the realm of the world that, that I was talking about in the rhetorical studies, there is like, there's lots of epistemologies. There's, there's psychological epistemology and sociological epistemology. And I'm guessing anthropological, each, each big school has a way of, of knowing what they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing, well, uh, I, I didn't run across it, but I'm since epistemology is a school of philosophy. I'm sure there's an epistemology of philosophy too. Somewhere. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> I mean, philosophy be, loves going meta. <laughs> it does at a, at, a, at a, such a huge level, but it's always that the, that question of how do you know what you know is is always an interesting one whenever I whenever I get down into it. But let me ask you something. So. Uh, how would we know we know but what i'm looking for is something new that i've never okay. seen before so there is some filtering that has to go on so whatever stumble upon or new version of tool i'm thinking about is it, it has to already know what you know so the well, best okay. so so it has to give you something brand new and f- like informational and informational and uh, like brand new information that you have never experienced before. Yeah, but then, this is like an so, impossible task, isn't it? <laughs> it is because you just think about what you brand new that you have never run into, but that doesn't mean it's brand new. It means somebody else has run it, might've run into it too. And probably oh, yeah, it's, did. Just brand, it's just new to you. 
Right. Yeah. Which means, is it brand new? Well, no. You know, somebody else knows about it. It's new to you. Um, new to you. It's new so to that's, you. that's 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 the key differentiator because obviously there's no such thing as absolutely new. I mean, there might be, but it's a very very microscopic it's, amount of it's, things. It's, yeah, there's. I mean, the Venn diagram on that's got to be really small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, so I had a fleeting thought in there. So when you're so, oh okay, I remember now. Years ago. And I wish I could remember what show this was. It was about, and I'm going to relate this to NASA here and just hopefully, if I don't mention NASA, make me get back to it. Okay. Um, there was, a, there was a, like an archaeological dig or something, seems like, that, that people, that they had discovered something. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a, in, in my mind, what, what I remember is like a, a huge drawing of the site that, that had been there for eons, but nobody picked it up. So it had been there, but our sense organs did not pick it up until, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Mm. Meaning it had been there for 10, 15,000 years. And the reason why we didn't pick it up is that we didn't have the context to see we didn't, it. We didn't have the cue. See, well, that's what I'm trying to get at is, if, and this goes to the NASA, exploration versus discovery. Mm-hmm. You, you, and this is, a, this is a key thing at NASA. You have to understand discovery, what's the difference between discovery, which is what I think you're talking about, new versus exploration. Mm-hmm. And so you discover something new and you explore all the stuff around it, right? So it starts out with discovery and then it it's, goes. It starts off it. with discovery and then you fill in the blanks. Mm. With that's what that's what exploration exploration is. That's the way I understand it. And it if I'd been I'd been there for probably two or three years before that that popped up enough because they were always talking about the, the conflict between NASA was exploring near low earth orbit and discovery, which is exploring is, is not exploring, but discovering new things in this, in the solar system or, or in the, on the planets or something like that. It's mm. different. Mm. So you, so the first time you go think about it, the first time we went to the moon, it was discovery because we there was stuff there we never we did not know about. Yeah, we hypothesized about we had spectrograms and all this other stuff. We had a pretty good idea, but once you get there, reality hits the theory. Mm-hmm. Now we get to explore what we've discovered. So it's, you're talking about discovery, I think. Yes, absolutely, you're, absolutely. How do we discover new? Or, yeah, because we're we're trapped in this cycle now that we're we're always seeing the same things over and over again, right? And uh, if you if you have the same interests, then you're seeing the same things, right? I mean, right. it's like you and I are seeing the same things. Other people I know who have the same interests as me are seeing the same things, and it's like, well, show me something new, show me something different, show me something I've never seen before, which may or well, may not be something that I'm interested in, but at least give me something new. It's like. It, I, I feel like we've stepped away from the internet being that sort of sense of wonder and discovery that we used to have. And now we're just getting the same old stuff well, day after day. It. So <laughs> yeah, now so we're in the exploration about phase, but about. does anybody, what? so that like there's two pieces to it. It's like, yes, uh, we are exploring and it's, it's just all we're doing is treading over ground that's right. already been there as opposed to discovering new things, which are out there we just never get to see any of them because we're in this deep exploration phase. And there's like two aspects to that is like, are there any good decent tools that allow you to discover? And then secondly, does anybody even interested in discovering anymore? Do they all figure that, okay, it's done now. I just, I just want to stay in my little space and explore. Well, I can tell you, have you explored the United So I, I'm not an international traveler. I've been, I've been across to Canada twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I walked across the bridge at Niagara and then I went to Montreal one time for mm-hmm. a conference. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, but so I've got a lot of friends who like to go overseas to explore. I'm like, have you right. looked at your country? 
Yeah. I mean, I've I've been across the United States and and not all the way north and not all the way south. Well, pretty much all the way south. I've I've been been to Brownsville, uh, but never to Mexico, mm-hmm. but Canada. So I there's plenty of stuff in the United States to explore. Yeah. But we absolutely. think by going across the ocean that we're going to see something we've never seen when we there's stuff here we've never seen. Oh yeah. 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 And it, so, but where's the line between discovery and exploration? If somebody has never seen it before, then aren't they, aren't they discovering it? Like if they, if, well, no, no. So, so that, that gets into like, the thing. So here's what an example. I'm discovery. driving down, I'm driving down to Florida and I'm, I'm driving through, I don't know, Tennessee or Kentucky or something like that. I forget where I was driving. Oh, North Carolina. I was driving through North Carolina. <laughs> And then where were then, you driving from? New York? Uh, no, Toronto, Toronto down to Florida. So okay. I was driving through North Carolina and then I came across this. I discovered this barbecue joint, right? That I'd never right. seen before. It wasn't on, it wasn't on the map. It's pre Google, pre MapQuest, pre all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. Is that a discovery? Is that a discovery? Is that, is that a discovery? Because it's, it's a discovery I have no idea. You, that now this you're, was getting here. In, you're getting into subjective versus the objective. Okay. Because it was a discovery for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Personalizing it to you. Yes. It's a discovery for you because you've never seen it before. Yeah. But obviously it had been discovered before. Otherwise you wouldn't have been able to go there to eat. Well, yeah, but it was by the side of the road. So other people would have discovered it and it Correct. was in, it was in business. But less I said is like, uh, you know, so I, it was a discovery for me and obviously it wasn't a discovery for other people, right. but that that's considered a discovery. Like I would never have known about that had I not driven past it. That's right? true. But remember what I'm saying is subjective discovery to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's good enough for me. <laughs> that's good enough for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because if you think about it, there's so much in the world that we don't know right? That we personally don't know about. I mean, Correct. we can find out about it, but what, we don't even know. It's like, it's the moment you hit Google, you're not discovering, you're just exploring, right? right. Because you have to start with a search term. And, as and soon you as you to... start with a search term, you're exploring the search term. You're not well, discovering. Well, not even that. I mean, it's more nefarious than that. Okay. So Google keeps a history of your search term. Yep. To contextualize the question that you're going to ask them. Exactly. So you, exactly. I mean, it's a filter before you even start. Uh, or it's a filter by the time you, you finish, because it's pre-filtering. I mean, you get pre-suggestions what you're doing anyway. Yep. So in, in a large sense, the discovery that we used to run into wasn't a discovery because it was a, this is subjective discovery. Mm-hmm. We should we should really kind of differentiate. New to us doesn't mean it's new to everybody else. Absolutely, yep. But, but I mean, what I, you're talking you're... about is new to everybody else too. Oh no, no, I know that that that's almost impossible nowadays. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you don't go for the impossible, how are you going to ever? How are you ever going to cut to the edge? The impossible is uh, is is a little further. Impossible is phase two. <laughs> phase one is the is is a subjective discovery you got it well you got yeah phase one well, phase one will never end and you will <laughs> no i'd love and to I, have it but how do you do how do you do objective 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 discovery that means i mean that stuff comes out of like think tanks and and research organizations and stuff like that right yeah yeah it's a it's a cognitive process yeah yeah so subjective, so let's put it within the frame, kind of the frame. Subjective is limited to our five senses. Yeah. Objective is, is moves in the platonic world of forms. Mm-hmm. The way I think about this. But objective discovery is, is, is you can do something as objective discovery could be something as simple as you sitting at home and coming up with ideas. Correct. Inference. That are new to the world. So yeah. we're now now we're in the world of inference. Yeah. And we, so we, t- uh, um, what's his name? Do you remember the the? I think it came out of Canada, either that or Britain. The guy's name I want to say was Burke. James Burke. James Burke connections. Yes, that guy. Yeah, that guy. 
is is I, I came across a book long before our, the TV show was out there. Yeah. And I went, holy smokes, look at all this. How these little things are interconnected. Because they are not related. Objectively, don't make any sense until you draw the connections. Yeah. So you put them in, in close conjunction with each other to create something new. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that show is that the, that the, what the connections that they drew aren't the only connections that you can draw. Correct. Right. (laughs) There's just so, so you could take that show, that concept, and it would be an infinite number of episodes because you could take the exact same subject and draw so many connections. More than that, you could take, you could probably take the exact same examples. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you take the person out of it, you could draw you because everything is interconnected. It's just um, um, how how do, how are those connections made? Well, they're yeah. made they're made mentally. Yeah. I mean, we we draw those connections. We make an inference, and then we have to go to see if the inference holds true. And so there's a mental there's a mental a mental function. I want to say capacity. Uh, capability, mm-hmm. a mental capability within those, what he did, which I thought was really cool. But oh no, I love that show. I thought that show was phenomenal. Is, and if is, you ever watch is, it again now, you just have to try and get over the seventies fashions. The, well, you have <laughs> the 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 uh, pre. Let's see the pre videotape error. Yeah, because <laughs> the the quality on it is. Somebody ought to HD that stuff because it was really. <laughs> now that's a, that's a series that I would watch if everybody if anybody decided to bring it back again. But please not not Bill Nye or Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, either of not, not, not either of those two people. <laughs> oh, actually, man. actually, I loved Neil when I was at NASA because he he could articulate. He's the best one of the really best articulators. Oh really? Okay. Of well, NASA, we're he okay with Neil then. I'm yeah, okay with Neil. I'm okay with Neil. <laughs> he went. He went on. Seemed like he went on um, Today Show, and he he had a thing that he would ask people what they thought the budget for NASA was, mm-hmm. and then he would he would he boil it down and it's like for five cents of your taxes of every five cents of every dollar of your taxes goes to NASA or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was really, 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 really teeny tiny amount of what people actually paid. Like a, you could buy a stick of gum is your contribution for every American to NASA. <laughs> Something like that. Nice. And we loved it. I'm like, man, because Americans, don't, they didn't realize how much research and development came out of NASA that was a part of American way of life. Mm-hmm. and global global now but back then it was like gps how i'd hate to have to get around with that gps now i i could read a map but it would it would be um so that once again it's like orienteering map you ever try to read one of those things oh yeah yeah oh man <laughs> no i mean if you look at the the phenomenal number of innovations that came out of nasa it's just it's just crazy so, they had, so the, the guys that I worked with, uh, uh, three, three of the guys that I or people that I worked with at NASA were used to be in an apartment called Tech Transfer. Mm-hmm. And what it, that whole department was to take stuff that NASA discovered and to push it out into the business world. Mm. So a lot of so think about a lot of the stuff. These people were at the front line of you discovering something new. Oh yeah, I mean, t- but tech transfer is like, pretty common now in, in it is a now, lot of universities, yeah. It is now, but, but um, the way I, the way I uh, NASA, so 360, 360 leadership assessments, mm-hmm. that was developed for NASA. That oh really? Concept, yes. <laughs> they, they came up with that? They, they, they came up with it. So, when we were there, yeah, you know, 360. So uh, the people at NASA, the leadership thing, the, when we got trained on this, they 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 have a 540. 
what they call a 540. And that's, 540. That's the, <laughs> I'll explain it in a minute. I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> so okay. they 360 was developed for NASI. Most most 360 multi-rater assessment people do uh, do not know that. Mm-hmm. They don't know where it came from, but it came from NASA. Um, wow. a guy's name, and I know I know of him, and you know, I think he's I think he's on my LinkedIn. Eckhart, I think. Um, 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 developed this it's for them, and what they would get is all these vendors trying to get them selling their 360 tool, right? Mm-hmm. So NASA came up with. Oh, uh, you know, we developed that like 20, 30 years ago, back in the late seventies. What we have now is the 540. Mm-hmm. They What's made the it up. Uh, it's the 540 was instead of 360 degrees, 540 degrees, and they don't have to explain it. But the then they tell their vendor, the vendors go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, oh, it's, it's just, like it's just an objection that the vendors haven't overcome yet. <laughs> it's not just a uh, let's just pump up the numbers. No, it's like a it's it's like just, amateur it's, hour. All they did was re they 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 changed the political correctness and renamed it, <laughs> rebranded the same. It's the same tool, but it's a very extensive tool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a very extensive leadership tool. It's, it's a wow. It's, it's very very extensive. So, <laughs> but I thought that I was uh, when I heard that story. I'm like, there's lots of these little things in NASA that you just go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if you do actually end up coming to California, <laughs> okay. Today is actually uh, uh, the lifting of the mandate. It's the mask mandate is lifting. On June 15th, California plans to fully reopen its economy. What does that mean exactly? <laughs> <laughs> How many restaurateurs are not going to be reopening? Uh, they're all opened. Oh, all any, of them? Yeah, unless they're dead already, unless they're gone. Well, that, that's that's what we're that's what we're hearing. The only like place a, you can't have a you can't have mega events. I love it. We all have to go. I love the fact that we all have to go to a website to decide how we're going to live our life. Is this where? Is this how America? <laughs> this is what America was. Is this what the founders expected when they came up so with this idea? So they have a website that tells you how many people you can go. You can go oh, yeah. hang around. Yeah, it's like oh, uh, events that are more than ten thousand people. You have to wear masks. Hospitals, prisons, homeless shelters, during travel, man- mass transit. And uh, while indoors at K through 12 schools. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'll, uh, so if you, when I get to California, if you don't, if you're not able to reach me, just look at me in the PC prison somewhere because right? I've been arrested. <laughs> You'll have done something wrong, right? Just, just do, by your, by your physical wing? presence. Do they have a wing for that in yeah. Folsom? Yeah. I always wanted to be in Folsom. Well, you're an old white gentleman, so uh, old straight white gentleman. So that means you've al- you're already guilty of something, just well, like me. Yeah, just like me. We're both guilty. <laughs> you're Did more you, guilty than me because you're Greek. Have you? You're, have the, you watched, you're the source of all this stuff. You haven't watched any network TV lately, have you? No, I haven't okay, watched network good for you. TV like a long time. Good for you because um, so every now and then, just for fun, I I go onto Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been been on Pluto. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. And uh, uh, they have ads, right? And right. this is the first time I've seen ads in probably years. And I, I noticed that there are literally no white males. There's no straight white males in the advertising at all, period. They've been eliminated. Right. And I saw a tweet about this the other day. It says, why is it that, uh, you know, in all advertising, there's no straight white males in any advertising whatsoever? Does that mean they're not interested in these things anymore? <laughs> like insurance and blah, 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 blah. And I'm saying, well, you know, if they don't want my custom, that's fine. <laughs> so I'm almost thinking we should come up with like a list of places. It's like the, the number of places that are not woke is shorter than the places, list of places that are woke. So we might want to, it might actually take less time to compile a list of places you should do business with and then just keep knocking them off the list as they start going woke. <laughs> oh, man. Now, Sorry, uh, I just like. Well, it, I, I, it's, it's insane. You, you 
I, you, I, I'm in the, I'm in the, so I, you know, my degrees are in communication mm-hmm. and in a lot of ways, a lot of this is marketing, but a lot of it's communication too, mm-hmm. is identification is, is, and we would teach this is like, how do you, who's your audience? That's yeah. A, I mean, is that what they're doing or they're question. just being, they're just being what they're just, uh, talking well, about culture. So this is so, another one of those things again where they're they're biting off their you know they're they're cutting off their nose to spite their face because they could be doing that yeah if you paid any if if we paid any attention to race not rate to me it's not race that that's a big thing i'm like eh, who cares yeah i mean i had a problem with it when i was like 74 when i was 18 years old because mm-hmm. i'd never experienced it well now i'm like okay big deal the one that that bothers me is the is is probably the transgender thing. Yeah. Because the represent the representation is that it's a big thing, and it's not a big thing. It's a teeny tiny little thing. Oh yeah. Plus, if you ask me, it's a completely different thing. From um, it's like they lump all these letters together, but these letters are all very different from each other. They like, are. Yeah. And the reason they lump them together is like POC, people of color. Yeah. Same reason. So they can magnify their presence. Yeah. While not actually addressing the problems of the community uh, within each of the each of the letters. Oh, yeah. Well, so, it's the same thing we talked about with the media. It's like the media has has created these narratives of, oh, 50 percent of the country when it's really only. 30 percent uh you know like the percentage of gay people is like 15 percent when it's really only two percent like they've created these fake narratives of what what the country's really like and and just drilled it into people's heads to make them think that Hmm? so so but why do they do that i guess that's the thing well no okay so why do they do that have you seen have you so you ought to be seeing out there if you're not seeing the rules, uh, let's see, not it's not the Communist Manifesto, but it's like Lenin's or Lenin's rules to ch- for culture cultural Marxism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you run? So you, I knew about the Frank- Frankfurt School before people knew what the Frankfurt School was because I had a class in critical theory when I was in grad school. So well, I did read something School. about how Marxism was based on class, but we're just they're basically lifted the concept and just basing it on race instead of class. Correct. Okay. And the reason being is that they, the the Marxists thought that it would be a class uprising. Well, mm. it didn't. It didn't happen that way. Whenever so they, they this let me see which one was it? Isn't this in the? No, it's not in the story. It was never told. Maybe it's another one that I'm watching. We're they had to go into the Ukraine and they starved Ukraine to death. The, the communists had to starve the, starve the Russians out because they didn't rise up as a class to overthrow the landowners. Mm, mm. That's right. And they figured so, and Mal, Mal came up to the conclusion that it's not the class that's the problem, it's the culture. So you've got mm. to kill the culture. Mm-hmm. to get communism in you've got to kill the culture and we've talked about this before but why did they do that to star wars they had to kill that thing and they're and you watch what they're doing they're systematic they i don't know who they is but um the systematic destruction of american culture is certainly underway yeah well and i'm not I, talking about white culture i'm talking about music I don't. I can't remember last time I listened to the radio. Even even country and western is like you got click tracks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Oh, so that 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 reminds me of something. So I went to uh, you know Manresa Bakery in Los Gatos, like a toity toity bakery in Los Gatos. Go ahead. I was there um, on the weekend, and in front of us in line was this obviously very wealthy young woman with a baby stroller. And I couldn't tell if there was an actual baby in the stroller, if it was a dog or not. And I thought to myself, are we just getting fed this? Are we, are the masses getting fed this whole trans gay narrative, but in the elites, things are just still normal. Okay, so now you're opening up a really big uh, another another one. Okay, 
we may not have time to finish this one. <laughs> well, uh, this, but it goes down to what you just asked me. Okay. The belief is that they to get rid. Of, so this goes in. I need to find this communist thing where they talk about they have to t- they have to destroy the, the the cultural unit of America is its family. Mm. So they have to destroy it. They have to destroy motherhood and fatherhood. Which goes back to a concept goes back to the Spartans. Who wants to be a because that's exactly where we're going. If we do that, we're going we're basically going into Plato's Republic, if mm. I remember right, where they take the children away and they're raised by the state and not the parents. Yeah, but this is not this is it depends on the class. You're elite. But we're getting there. We're you're getting elite. there very quick. Your elite you're, are treated like normal, right? So I was looking at that this person. I'm going. I bet you that in the elite classes, the elite rich folks are just, you know, they're marrying, you know, they're mostly heterosexual, they're marrying each other, you know, their their wealth is growing, but they're putting this fiction out to the rest of the plebes going, this is what you have to do. Right. So it, it's like, it's definitely two different, I mean, do you see that the elites, the elites, I don't know if the elites are running it, but, or they're, they're exception, they're like an exception to this. Uh, let me think about that for a minute. Um, what I would say on that is elites are setting the elites are setting up conditions that allow this to emerge. Mm-hmm. So the, the 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 very fact that you even that you said you couldn't tell if it was a baby or a dog, yeah, made me go. They're they're putting dogs in baby baby carriages now. This is California, man. <laughs> As my wife and I were standing there, we, I, I thought to myself, okay, are we even allowed to be here? I don't have a dog. I don't have a baby. And my wife's not wearing yoga pants. So well, <laughs> like those three things have to. But you have a cross culture. <laughs> you, you two are cross culture. You're, I mean, you got her as your defense mechanism. <laughs> don't ever divorce her. Because they'll come after you for sure without oh, your wife. Oh yeah, exactly. Don't, don't you, you might not want to tell your wife you're my you're my you're my survival mechanism. because if they come to the door with the pitchforks and the and, and the and the pitch uh, tar, I'm gonna shove you out the door and say, "Save me." <laughs> Does she listen to our shows? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, so, man. So, sorry. I didn't so, mean to cut you off. Go on. Go on. Well, to the elites, what are we, so one of the, hmm, I'm not, I'm not sure I've ever articulated this. Maybe I have. When we talk about elites, what are we, what are we, it's a class. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's a, it's a um, multi, multi, multicultural, I don't, that's not even correct term. I'm a multi, uh, uh, heter, heterogeneous culture. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. a homogeneous culture. Yeah. Cause if, if you're talking about probably sexual orientation and race, more than likely, it's it's a multi uh, multi racial multi multi sexual orientation um, non discriminatory thing except mm-hmm. for wealth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which would be the unifying and I'm not even sure intelligence anymore because some of the stuff I'm seeing coming out of that elite is where like it, I mean this oh, is it's definitely not at intelligence. a high it's, level yeah it's definitely not intelligence. I could tell I, you I'm that. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm a dumb old boy from Texas with a, you know, a degree in rhetoric. Well, not even rhetoric, it's speech communication. And this doesn't make any sense to me. Where's so? Where's the reason? Mm-hmm. You know, we're also this is supposed to be enlightenment, but we've left enlightenment to get into the post enlightenment era. I mean, what what are we post? Uh, what is it post? Modernism. Postmodernism, yep. And we've, we've divorced ourselves from rationality. I, in some ways, I understand that. And in some ways, we need to go back to it because one of them is objective. We need to get back to objectivity 
and we've talked about this before, is we need that objectivity or we're all going to be an um, anarchist. Mm-hmm. With, and if you're a true anarchist, you're not, you have no allegiance to anybody. Yeah, exactly. But so I I'm still don't understand the end game here. Like what what is what are they trying to do? I mean, they already have all of the power, right? They already have all but of they the don't, money. Well, they have the power, but they don't, so what are they, they trying? Why are they why control. do they have to also destroy the culture? I don't because get they it. can't control you yet. Ah, so it's all I about mean, control. they're getting close. You got the you got the power, but you don't have the control mm. because they can't they, they they haven't been able to, to install a coercive force yet. We're getting close. We're getting mm-hmm. very close because mind control, I mean, uh, political correctness is a sense of mind control. Mm. And so once they control your mind, it's like setting up seeds of revolution mm. but at some point and you're starting to see this with um people being arrested for not wearing masks mm-hmm. um you saw i don't know if you saw the one out of arizona where the guy was protesting outside the, the public school and they mm. arrested him for being on private property mm. he's a taxpayer mm-hmm. taxpayers pay for the property yeah the school doesn't own the property the citizens do yeah yeah and it's being changed it's definitely being changed that it's and so you're also going with um you heard you probably heard that um the attorney general wants to go investigate the investigators out in arizona oh yeah 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 i heard about that and then arizona told him if you come messing around we're gonna throw your ass in jail yeah (laughs) i love hearing that I, I did too, because, but, but what is actually going on here to me is we're devolving away from, from the central government model yeah. back into the central, the state model, which we were supposed to be in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And we so this about actually this might too. end up being a good thing, it right? Could, because the states, it are, could because, states are finally reasserting the rights that were all very, always theirs. Right. And because they're, they're going back and they're saying, this is not your responsibility and you're, and I don't care what you want to do. You can, we still have, we still have jurisdiction over that. Now, getting back to what we were saying about tearing down the culture, they also have to tear up the constitution mm-hmm. because yeah. a centralized government is not written no. into the constitution. No, no, the 10th amendment, not. the 10th amendment says, you know, states have everything we didn't give to the government Yeah, or the central government federal government well i mean they already disregard it as much as they possibly can well right because there's so they're having their what we're finding out i think is responsibility Mm -hmm. uh, and and accountability which has been out in the world probably for what 20 30 years i remember when accountability is what do they mean by accountability okay well i finally got a i read a book uh something called oz i can't remember what it was the road to Oz, I think, and where it talks about accountability. What mm-hmm. is it? Mm-hmm. And, and as a free people, you cannot be accountable if, there, if freedom is not a part of it. Yeah. If you did not have a free choice and meaning without any coercion is if your boss assigns you something that is not um, a free choice. It is, so you're not accountable. You may be responsible but you're not accountable to it because you didn't have a choice over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and revisit that one of these days because it makes a difference of where uh, this goes to organ- uh, racy. Did you ever run it across racy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. But it's, it's and racy S is even further than that, which is the one I prefer. What's racy S racy S is signature. Hmm. Who's signature power who mm-hmm. signs off on this mm-hmm. because that is the higher level and i would use that to get uh projects signed and i was why are you having them sign this because i want them when they put their name on the paper there's a certain impetus that people have don't sign documents that you don't read mm-hmm. and i want them to read it 
so that that when they when they get these questions later on, it's already been answered in the paper. And we very right. so I the projects that I was as as a risk manager and and change management guy. I very seldom ever had to go up in front of the leadership because they already knew what we were doing. I, that's a, that's a total ego thing. I understand it. Uh, it's an egoist thing that I, I, but it's what I believe. I believe yeah. that they had to read that paper before they put their name on it. But isn't that another thing that has gone away though? Like people don't really give a crap about signatures anymore. Digital signatures yeah. do not carry the same weight as written yeah. signatures. I do yeah. believe that. Yeah. I, for convenience. So we're giving it, so we're running into this also with the paper ballots in Arizona mm-hmm. is we're finding out that digital is, digital is what we want it to be. Whatever we want it to be, we can make it digitally. Oh yeah. I mean, everything could be, everything could be faked and manipulated if it's digital. Correct. Correct. So even so, it came out whenever um, the FBI recovered like four point four million dollars of the blackmail uh, for the meat for the meat company mm-hmm. when they shut them to, for the blockchain. They did it on uh, Bitcoin or blockchain or something like that. So they recovered it. They recovered four point four four point one million dollars of the ransom for the, for the ransomware. Oh yeah. From, from and like, okay. And it came out and says, so you know, you think that Bitcoin is untraceable? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm listening to that and I'm going, is this, is this legit? If it was really legit, then it was probably untraceable. I think it's just, this, this was all well, what a, they, so created what I understand scam. What they did is they mm-hmm. took it into uh, one of their laundering methods took it into an exchange uh, uh, and I'm, I'm I, like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but they, they move, it's like putting cash into a bank. Yeah. Yeah. And so as it, it gets transferred, they, they could trace it. Yeah. Right. But if it's yeah. out, if it's, if it's, if it's between you and me, it's not traceable, but yeah, if it goes through a central exchange, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of like when you're buying Bitcoin. I mean, your purchase of Bitcoin is totally traceable, right? Because it's got to come in, come from somewhere, right? If it comes from your bank account, <laughs> then you know that's traceable. You'd have to you'd have to take your money, turn it into cash, and then. But all the Bitcoin exchanges are all you know they all they're all electronic, so getting money into Bitcoin is is. Well, I'm say I'm running the same thing with silver right now. I want to uh, I want to go buy some silver. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it with my credit card because that leaves a breadcrumb right straight back to me. Exactly. So I want to go in with cash. I've got the cash. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, I have to tell them what my social security number is, which is also like a bread trail back to me. I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you go into if you go into a silver dealer, I'm going to tell them my name is Chris Calabucas. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Use a fake name on the register. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I'll, I'll give them up. I wonder if I could. Can you even fake a social security number? Do they uh, I even suppose check you can, it? but I, yeah. I guess so. Well, so, so, so I don't, I've got like one minute left. So right, what do you right. think of the, what do you think of the randomization idea? I mean, do you think that that's got legs? I don't think, do I think it's, it's, I think it's in theory, it's a really good thing, mm-hmm. but I don't, I, I think if you, if, like I said, if, if it was truly random, then you would probably get more gibberish than you would value. Right, right. So that's why and it's got to, it can't be truly random. It's got to no. be, that's why I say we have to add some filters to it. So there has to be, has to be something you've never seen and it has to be something of, of note. So the question is, how do you determine what's of note? Well, and then you so, have to step away from uh, human curation from that because- So, oh. so go how ahead. Many, so how many people, would constitute a a number of people. So if, if it's one, if it's one personal, is it that is it new? If only one person has ever seen it. Uh, yeah, it is. I is would it say valuable? Uh, well, it's kind of no. like Forgotify. It's like I was telling you about Forgotify. Did I tell you about Forgotify? No. So uh, there's somebody built an application on top of Spotify called Forgotify, which is 
it, which ha- which finds the tracks that have never been played. Ah, <laughs> well, there you go. And as soon as you, you know, what's funny about it is as soon as you play them, they disappear from Forgotify because obviously if you've played it, Somebody's it's been played, it. it's been played at least once. <laughs> so it's a gold mine for stuff that you've never listened to. That's why it's like, now that I think about it, Forgotify is a great model for this. It's like websites no one's ever visited. <laughs> well, so it's, once it's been seen once, it's not new anymore. Is that correct? That's right. You're never going to see it again. <laughs> so the one person would be the tyrant that finds this one song yeah. on Spotify. They listen to it one time. They're the only person besides the artist that knows about this thing. And yeah. nobody else will ever be able to find it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's in fact that's even worse because now there's a whole cluster of 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 things that have one play. So, so what? <laughs> well, so now what you need is to go in there and and put something on top of that that looks for songs that have only been played once. Yeah, and then then do one that's for songs that have only been played twice. And <laughs> so you just extend the model, just keep going. Yeah, and because somebody somewhere will say. I want to, I want to, be, I don't, that part, that's not right that they could only listen to it one time and I can't listen to it. That's right. I want to hear, I want to hear the ones that's already been listened to. <laughs> yeah, that's actually Get a pretty, off my front pretty interesting line. idea. Go, go answer your other phone call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> I'll talk to you Great later. conversation as always. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.